0: Right now though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration.
1: Hello to all. Welcome to Divas a Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely amazing, invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I would first like to thank each one of our listeners that has tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening on the podcast. I am just so very grateful for each one of you. And you are all in for a very special treat today, as I have with me my returning diva, Deb Matlock, and her and I are going to chat about animal intuition versus human intuition. Oh, man, is this going to be a great chat today. Deb, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today?
0: Absolutely. Hello, everybody. I am Deb Matlock, and I am coming to you from Colorado, United States. And I'm so looking forward to this conversation as well. It aligns so deeply with my own business, Wild Rhythms, which focuses on developing and nurturing our connection between humans, earth, animals, and the world of spirit. And I love I love this work. I love working with people who want to bring this work to their own clients. And I think this conversation today is gonna to just be um wildly fun and, and intuitive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love how you combined it into your wild rhythms because earth, animals and spirit and how intuition just comes into play In my opinion, in all of that, because they are all, all of it is so intuitive. I, I always feel that animals' intuition is something that it just comes natural to them. It's not something they have to work at. It's just, it's just what they use on a daily basis. How do you find it in your practice with everything you work with? Do you find what is your take on how animals use their how intuition comes to them.
0: You know, I would agree with you. I think I think one of the things that the animals show us in their millions of, of ways of showing us wise wisdom moments, you know, <laughs> is mm-hmm. is how to sort of trust that wild part of themselves because I think we have that too. We just have a lot of layers over it, you know, but when I see animals, you know, um Tuning into things that the, every every human in the room is missing out on, and, and you know, I'll, I'll I, for example, I could be sitting in a room with people, and my dog might start to notice something, you know, about a certain person in the room, and then I go and look at that person and realize, ooh, they don't they don't feel so great. They seem like they're, you know, you know, not feeling well. They're kind of struggling with something. But my dog noticed it well before any of the rest of us. And I think it's sort of, you know, when they don't have the cultural layers telling them that this is crazy stuff or that it's woo-woo or that you can't trust it because it's not tangible or all the things that we might hear as humans, you know, their visceral experience, their sensorial experience, you know, their just lived way of interacting with the world necessitates that it includes this part of themselves that tunes in and senses things and understands things and maybe doesn't try to explain them. You know, and maybe that's where they they can just live in this wild, wise place.
1: Oh, oh, I agree totally. And it's kind of, to me, like they they more live in the moment, like that example you gave. The dog was in that moment noticing that person where so many of us humans are so busy with all the other thought in our mind of, what we're doing next and what's happening and what our list is and what we got to get done and what we're going to gain from this class, that the animals, like you said, the dog could spot that person that maybe wasn't feeling well or struggling with something because to me they totally live in the moment. They're not looking on past that very moment.
0: Yeah, I, I think, you know, that's my sense of it as well. And I think that um, intuition works so well in the moment. You know, even if we're intuiting something about the future, what we're feeling is in the moment. We're feeling the, the signs in our bodies. We're we're getting, you know, input from the world around us, messages from the spirit world. Whatever it is, it's in the moment, you know. And when we are so focused on something besides the moment, I think it can be easy to miss those those,
1: those, uh, you know, signs. Oh yes. Oh, I totally feel that. I, and I've said it many times. My horses are, one of the main ones that always remind me to live in the moment. Just enjoy this moment. We're together. Just enjoy the beauty around us. And just like last night, it, the sunsets here, the sunset last night was just fabulous. It was oh, just gorgeous. And I mean. <laughs> It's like you're living in that moment, just soaking up that sunset. There is nothing else. That's what you're enjoying at the moment. And my intuition, I kind of looked up at the sky and I thought, I bet this is going to be really pretty. And something inside me says, yeah, you need to go out and really watch it. So I walked past our trees and just kind of sat there for a while and took it in. And I feel that if I wouldn't have taken that moment to listen to that intuition that was telling me the beauty that was coming, I would have totally missed the whole beauty of it, and I feel a lot of times a personal experience if I don't listen to that intuition and it's such a small voice for me that it's like, Oh my, and it's the wise it's the wisest wisdom. There is, is how I feel, is that small voice telling you with your intuition. And how how do you experience different ways of intuition coming to you?
0: Oh, I love that question. In fact, I was just thinking that would be a great place to go because I think that one of the things about intuition is that there are so many ways to experience it. And, and on some level, mm-hmm. I feel like each one of us sort of has to play around and, and find our own understanding of what intuition feels like to us because i don't think it's a, it's not i don't think it's a special thing that only a few people have i think it's absolutely a natural part of our 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 wild selves it's just it's who who we are as beings you know it's, it's kind of how we've all survived on this planet from generation to generation and it's 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 one of those things where if we say how do we how do i experience this what are all the ways i might be experiencing my intuition you know, we can open up the door to to really living a life where intuition is front and center. And I think, you know, it can come, for me personally, I've seen it come with just weird little senses of, of like, ooh, I should probably turn right instead of left here, you know? like,
1: mm-hmm. And it's
0: not necessarily because mm-hmm. I just evaded a horrible car accident. It could be that there was, you know, a farm stand on the corner that had peaches. This happened once, where I, I was planning to go the other direction, and I had this, well, maybe I'll go home by going this way, a different way than mm-hmm. I was planning, and I went by this beautiful little farm stand that had just set up, and they had the most gorgeous uh, fresh pick peaches. You know, and uh, I love fresh pick peaches. You know, it was uh-huh. just a little gift, and it was a lovely, it was a lovely thing that I wasn't going to find and had I ignored that little urge to turn left, you know, would my life have stopped? Probably not. You know, buying a case of peaches was probably not a life-changing thing, maybe, but it added such a beauty to that day and it added this lovely, you know, surprise. So little urges I think we can get, I think sometimes we can get knocked over the head with I know what I'm supposed to do right now. You know, mm-hmm. I am absolutely, without question, supposed to do X, Y, or Z, you know. And then, you know, sometimes those are the ones that we really want to fight against, those those big, clear sentences, messages, whatever they are for us. You know, I need to go talk to this to my boss about the way that, you know, he spoke to me. I've got to stand up for this. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I have to do it. I can feel it in my bones. I, I, I am no doubt. Well, sometimes those are also the ones that are going to be scarier or more difficult. And so it's easy for us to say, oh, well, I'm just making that up. It's not intuition. It's not, you know, there's no value to it. Um, you know, but I think, but I've heard people saying, you know, they'll have dreams or they'll just, you know, they'll find something that re- that reminds them. You know, they'll they'll find a letter from a. a a loved one from years before that somehow has a a couple of sentences in it that, that aligned to something that they were feeling that they might need to consider, you know, and so I think mm-hmm. there's, there's pieces of it that come differently and then there's pieces of it that come synchronistically, you know, like in, and like the little breadcrumbs we can find in the, in the world around us that support what we're feeling. Yes.
1: Oh, how true, how true it is. And like you said, to me there's no set way to tap into your intuition each person has to kind of figure it out for themselves of what way they are they are getting into listening to their intuition because the way I listen to it can be totally different the way someone else may listen to it so uh, there's no right or wrong I guess is what I'm thinking in the way humans follow their intuition it's it's multiple ways they can follow it and i'm sure it's the same with animals they you you kind of see like i'm even thinking of like when there's rain coming in or it's getting stormy out you'll see the whole herd of cattle start to head to the trees whether they all felt it at that time or whether the leader felt it and started off and they all followed I don't. I can't answer that, but I know they do it. They gather up their calves, and they'll go to the trees if there's rains or something coming in. Even before us humans really probably acknowledge that there is maybe some heavy rains coming, yeah, it's cloudy, and yeah, it's been that way all day, but it seems like the cl- cows kind of know that they're going for cover, and it's always amazed me how they do that. And so... In animals, I—how do you feel? Do you feel that they receive it, their intuition, in different ways, or do you feel that they—they they all kind of ex- receive it in the same way?
0: You know, I think that's a really great question. I mean, my my guess would be, and of course, this is just my sort of educated guess, is that there's probably mm-hmm. a myriad of ways that other animals receive, you know, their their sense of intuition, their their deeper knowing. Mm-hmm. And you know there there's probably um, the, the probably the big difference because we we are very similar. You know, as mammals, you know we we have similar mm-hmm. senses. For example, you know, birds. There may be some differences, but you know we're we're not as different as we are the same. But right. I think one of the things that that perhaps other animals don't have to deal with is the intellectual voice saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, you've lost your marbles." Just because
1: Mm -hmm. the clouds
0: are building doesn't mean there's going to be a massive flood and you need to leave your home and get to higher ground. But we hear time and time again about stories of, you know, where it's been really cataclysmic for the human populations. And certainly, of course, there are going to be lots of animal casualties and things like hurricanes and typhoons and tsunamis. But we hear stories over and over again over the years of, you know, the elephants leaving the area two days before the tsunami hit the area, you know, and... Mm -hmm. One of the questions I've often had with my, you know, when I hear those those news stories that are just heartbreaking, is how many people felt something too, but then overrode it, even before they realized they were truly feeling it. You know, overrode it because okay. there's a voice that they've learned that says, "Well, that's just that's just hooey." We're not mm-hmm. going to pack up the mm-hmm. house on a perfectly sunny day and move up up you know up the hill because I think there might be a, something coming, but the elephant might say yeah, we're going to move up the hill, it's a perfectly sunny day, now's a great time to move, (laughs) you know, (laughs) the weather hasn't come in yet, you know. Um, And they may not even intellectualize what it is that they're doing, but they're just following that wild impulse. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't
0: know, I'm not an elephant living in a coastal, but it's just, you know, I think there's a wisdom there that that we may have buried in ourselves.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, I think so too. I, I totally agree with that. And I think a lot of times with humans, like you said, some think, oh, it's just foo-foo or our egos get in the way. And there's so many multiple layers on, on humans to go through to get through to listen to that intuition where animals, they don't, I don't feel they have that ego. They're just, they're just living in nature. They're enjoying it, and like my horse always says, just live in the present. No tomorrow, <laughs> only today. And I just love that.
0: <laughs> I mean, that is that is wise. That is the kind of stuff we, you know, we look to our human spiritual leaders for information for words like that. You know, and, uh-huh. and I agree with you. Our, our the animals in our in the world and in our lives are are living in those places in ways that. I think we could really learn a lot from, you know, and one of the questions I have around the wildness of intuition is mm-hmm. what is the fear we have of it? You know, I'm speaking obviously very generally here. But I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, the animals probably don't fear their intuition, whatever, you know, they're, it's probably just one of their ways of orienting their lives. It's a way of getting through the day. It's, it, 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 it's a sort of what they need to have, like air and food and water. And a strong mm-hmm. sense of of their intuition on on what's going on in their landscape and with others around them and the weather. But I've encountered so many times with people, it's almost like a a fear of it. It's either a fear of it or a romanization of it. Or those are the two things I see so often, as opposed yeah. to just a regular normalization of intuition. Like, yeah, it's a thing. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I breathe, I eat, I intuit things. You know, I screw stuff up, I do things well, I'm human. You know, like, to me, that's where it its right places. But I've, yeah. I've met people over the years where it's just such a deep yearning and a desire that it almost makes it unattainable because they're missing that they're already having it, because they want something in their mind that they expect intuition to be and to feel like.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, so
0: badly they want that thing that they've created, that they're missing the natural way that it's actually manifesting. Or conversely, people who who are afraid when somebody says, you know, I have a sense about something. They're like, "Oh, I you know, that's just not we're not going that's ridiculous. We're not going to do that." Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Oh, I agree with you totally. I think people just they feel it, but it's almost like it's a fear of, "Ah, what is someone else going to say if I say this?" It's a fear of somebody thinking that they're they're off the wall or they're not they're they're not really living in reality. So they just keep it bottled up inside and don't live by what their intuition says for fear of what others will say. Because I've always said, don't compare yourself to anybody else. You are an individual yourself. And let that light shine. Let that intuition light, whatever light you want to call it, let it shine. Because it's in there and so I really think fear has a big part to play in it because people get fearful of what others will think. It's where people are always thinking, well, what is someone else going to think if I do this or do that? And it's like you're an individual. It's it's what's in your heart that you feel you need to do and follow that heart. So. Those are some of the things I think about when I think about people not using their intuition it's It's a fear factor too of what others will say or think about what they're doing
0: yeah i think you're I think you're exactly right about that, and I think what that points to is is the cultural bias that that especially in the western world you know there's mm-hmm. there's that that bias comes in, and that bias is deep and it's it's been rooted for years you know, to the point that it's, it's like there's a recovering that's been going on in recent decades of, of that wild knowing of that deep intuition and of honoring that and letting it be, you know, letting it be an okay thing. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the challenges with it are that it is subjective, you know, so you've got somebody saying, well, my sense of it is that this is what we need to do. You know, it's, it's like when you hear leaders say those things, they're, they're couching their words carefully. You know, you you know, you, you've got to figure everybody from, like, the president on, you know, everybody in top leadership positions is probably relying on their intuition a lot. I mean, you know, and part of that intuition can be can be supported by experience and all of that. But then there's also a lot of those game time moments where people are making choices of what to do. You know, and I think we probably, if we were really open about it, I think we'd find that it's a lot more prevalent out there in the world then we are letting on. And I think even scientists who are doing very objective, very, you know, trying to be as as um, removed emotionally and all of that as possible, they're still going to be human and they're still going to have intuitive senses about what they're working on. You know, yeah. it's, I don't think it's something we can remove from ourselves. I think we can be more or less aware of it, but I don't think we can mm-hmm. take it away from ourselves. I think intuition is in all of us.
1: Oh, oh I totally agree. It's, it's really in all of us it's just letting it shine out and utilizing the gifts that we've been given with that intuition is how I feel and so many of us do not do that for, for various reasons that we have talked about where the animals it, it just comes like I said in the beginning it just comes natural to them they don't have that fear of like my three horses they're they're not fearful what the other horse is going to think and what they're doing or to say, oh my, why'd you do that? And they don't, I don't feel they look at it that way. They're just doing what they need to be doing for themselves. And it's, it's so beautiful.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's so, it also makes life work. You know, mm-hmm. like horses are such a great example. I mean, they, they, they depend on each other, you know, as as herd animals and as animals that are mm-hmm. are more in the prey world than the predator world. You know, um, right? They have to be able to deeply sense what's going on, and they have to be able to sense each other mm-hmm. and 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 respond, you know, collectively with that. And I think that there's so much we can, as humans, can learn from that because we are actually we need each other too. You know, and we need we need that the one horse in the herd who's a little more sensitive to noise, and the one who's a little more sensitive to movement, and you know they all have their roles, right? And we we need that as well with each other.
1: Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. need oh.
0: we need to just be okay with the fact that okay maybe that person gets really intuitive dreams, and maybe we need to be open to the fact that that's an important part of our community, as opposed to rolling our eyes at them and saying. Oh, here she goes again with another weird dream, you know. I mean, <laughs> like, what does that serve?
1: Right, exactly. Rather, acknowledge them and, because each one brings their own special gift to it. Be it, like with the humans and like the horses, like you said, because my three horses, all three of them have totally different personalities. But they don't judge each other for those personalities, which I feel humans a lot of times, like you said, oh, there she goes with another one of her dreams or her (laughs) stories, rather than enjoying that and not judging them for what they are saying or doing and acknowledging that they have that gift to be able to share with others. And I think that's, too, where humans can learn so much from animals that they just accept each other like that. Because I'll watch all the cattle at a hay feeder and they're not saying, you can't stand by me, you go over here. They're all just all eating together and the calves are all playing together. No matter what what color they are or how big they are, it doesn't matter. So I think the animals have that intuition of just, just getting along more and just accepting each one for what they are and if we could just as humans start to do that oh my what a beautiful world we could be because we'd really start to see the gifts that others have to offer also
0: oh i think i think that's exactly it you know it's 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 like i mean certainly there are animals that will fight other animals for territory oh, yeah. and for protecting mm-hmm. but i i agree with you i mean you know i think the like the colors of the of the cows is a perfect example You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's like they're not necessarily ostracizing the the cows that have the the black um, spot on the left rump and the brown spot on Mm -hmm. the right shoulder are not being Mm -hmm. cast out because of that. You know, and we walk around thinking that we've got it all figured out as humans.
1: Mm -hmm. But there's
0: Mm -hmm. so much that the animals in the world around us have got figured out in droves. And one of those things, I think, is that just, Letting intuition just be a natural, a natural thing. You know, it's it's not. It's just. I mean, I yeah. We are innovative species, and we've got incredible medical advances and technology, and we can we can do a lot of things. And I, I don't want to make it sound like I think humans are just awful because we're not. Right. But I think we've I think we've also got to remember what we want to bring with us from our our wild mm-hmm. sort of animal selves. You know, we want to bring into our our technological world, you know, like, where's the wild intuition in all of that? Where's the letting it be okay because this person looks different than I do in all Mm -hmm. of that? You know, like, we can't lose those really deeply beautiful pieces of what it means to just be alive.
1: Right. Oh, yes. And I love how you... Say that and you've said it during this chat about our wild selves, our intuition, just letting our wild selves take part of that and enjoy that part of us and enjoy that part in other people too. So oh yes, those are those are all great ways of showing humans to just just let your wild selves just kinda go go within is kind of how I see how it works with humans. If we would go within more to what our heart is telling us and how we feel on the inside rather than all the busy noise we're hearing from the outside, I I feel we could have a much better understanding of our intuition and be able to utilize it in so many different ways if we would just go within and listen to our heart. Mm.
0: Oh, I, yeah, I think you're exactly right. You know, and in a world that is constantly pulling us to go out,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: with you know an influx of information flying at all of us all day long through the internet, through our phones and our computers, and um, so many demands on on the way that we function in, in our time and our energy. Um, you know, we have to we have to really stand up and say, okay, this is going to be something I'm going to value in my life. This time to go within this time to slow Mm -hmm. down, this time to spend time with my animals or out in the natural world, outdoors. You know, we have to make some conscious choices about that in ways that I don't think we had to do, you know, multiple generations ago. You know, even when we are people who work outside, even if we're, you know, working on the land outside in some way, you know, we still have to be conscious about going within, even when we're outside, Mm -hmm. because we can easily get Mm -hmm. lost in our own our own kerfuffles and our own our own mind chatter, you know.
1: Yes. Oh, yes. How how very true that is. And I'll go outside sometimes, and or when I'm outside, just just breathe, just take deep breaths, and just kind of let your body relax and bring in that that calmness in that breath, and breathe out all those worries and fears and all the worldly things you're hearing, and just just relax for a moment and it's amazing how much that helps is to to just breathe
0: (laughs) oh i think you're exactly right you know and that breathing slows our rhythm down it helps us match our rhythm to the world around us and i think that that is one of the rich places where our intuition can live you know that's once we once we take our heart tempo down a notch and go okay i'm gonna breathe with with my horse today or with this bird or with this you know, creek or whatever it is, mm-hmm. plant blowing in the breeze. I'm going to breathe with that being at that mm-hmm. speed. It's it's like oh. that's almost like our minds can just open. Yeah. our hearts can our just mind. open.
1: Mhm, they do. They just kind of open up and just kind of relax and kind of let all those frustrations and stress go away. So, and it's such a simple thing to do. It's not hard. It's just it's free. taking, yeah. <laughs> It's just taking the time to do it. <laughs>
0: That's exactly right. No expensive workshop. No. no yeah, it's just... Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Just breathe. Well, Deb, I cannot believe this, inter- this chat has gone so quickly, and I knew it would because I think we could talk for hours about all of this because there's so many different aspects of it. I just love it. This was just awesome. I want to ask you to please... Let our listeners know how they may connect with you. When they hear this interview and go, I really resonate with things, different ideas that Deb has, how can they connect with you, Deb?
0: Oh, absolutely. A couple of ways. One is I've got a website, wild-rhythms.com. And from there you can get to my social media or my newsletter or just read about the work. I've also got a Facebook group called Sacred Connection, Earth, Animals and Spirit. And anybody who's interested in Facebook is very welcome to join that group and um there's articles and you know, movies and things like that people can look at to explore these topics and so um and all the robust lifestyles are on there that we've done so people can see them. There too. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's great. Oh, Deb, that's a great way that they can all connect with you. Well, Deb, I want to thank you so much for being on my Robust Lifestyle show. And this was just fantastic. And we will be back in another month and bring some more of your knowledge to share with our listeners. Thank you so much, Deb. And you have a magical day.
0: You as well. Thank you.
1: You are so welcome. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening for this amazing, amazing interview with our incredible diva, Deb Matlock. Please share the show with all your family and friends. Check out all the hosts and their shows on DivasThatCare.com. And I wish all of you a magical day. And remember, go within and find your wild self to find that intuition. Be kind to all. Give your animals a hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening.
0: This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram,
1: and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.